With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing good, boys. Bobby, it's been a hell of a day. Yes, sir. It has been a hell of a day. It's been a lot of fun. A lot mm-hmm. of fun. This is one of the low-key... Uh, the One of the benefits of the Super Bowl getting bumped back, I realized is that NFL free agency now overlaps with the start of March Madness. Mm. This is a low-key, fantastic week. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even thought about March Madness. Yeah. I've checked out a college basketball. <laughs> I, I scrambled <laughs> to fill out my bracket in like the 15-minute window I had when I wasn't updating our doc tonight. Yeah. I told Bobo, Aaron did most of the prep, but there was 45 minutes straight where the, the updates were just rolling in, and I was putting them in there as fast as I could. I'm going to tell you one of the number one seeds, and it's got to be Baylor. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you this year a one seed, a 16 seed. I have Alabama beating Texas. That's my national championship. Wow, what a weird world. Yeah, yeah, I would have never thought. Is this college baseball we're talking here? It's college softball. Y'all should get in the pool. It's pretty fun. It's not a lot of people betting. So no, we can't be distracted. It's all football for us all the time. Patty is nothing if not dedicated. That's right. I don't. I don't have time for the other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff is a very broad umbrella that covers a lot of things that Addy neglects. To bring you all this amazing episode we have lined up tonight, which is the free agency recap round one, because there are going to be a lot of other moves, some juicy players still left out there on the free agent market. But boys, we have 27 names in the dock tonight. A whole litany. Every position group is represented here on this list tonight. So we're going to go through, give you our reactions, give you the details of each deal, and uh, kind of update the landscape here for IDP. Addy, it was a common refrain on Twitter today that, um, oh, you're bored by free agency? Come play IDP. Yeah, it was action-packed. I mean, it was, um, I mean, God, we talked about 27 guys on this list. Yes. So, I mean, it was just, you know, from the time that the, the legal tampering opened till I mean, it, we're going to be probably breaking news during the show. Absolutely. Uh, it was an awesome day. Yes. Awesome day. You should play IDP. A lot of fun. Because this was a juicier free agent class on the defensive side anyways, Bobo. Yeah, I haven't been able to be here last couple of pods because I'm about, about under these days. Um, but, yeah, I was listening to re-listening to y'all for the second time um, literally today. And a lot of the things that you all talked about on last week's pod um, – came to fruition. I mean, you I feel like you nailed a couple of these. 
Um, you know, you, you kind of talked about the value of some of the guys that we need to be paying attention to. Um, y'all did y'all did a great job. You did a really fantastic job. Well, thank, thank you, Bobo. I don't think any of our predictions hit. Um, no, but I mean, we kind of figured like who was going to be the big and the, players and yeah. the teams that were like going to be good yeah. landing spots. I mean, the, some of the stuff we're going to talk yes. about tonight is pretty juicy. The the one thing I think I got right from Thursday's episode was the fact that Tremaine Edmonds would be the highest paid linebacker, mm. and thus far he is. Yeah. So we'll see if Levante David or Bobby Wagner knocks him off that mountain. But no, I think it's in terms Tremaine. of guaranteed money, I think Tremaine is going to be the winner out of the linebacker group. And Jesse Bates probably going to be the highest paid safety unless mm-hmm. something fourth crazy highest happens. paid safety in yeah. NFL history. But Chauncey Gardner Johnson still lingering out there. So who knows what could happen with that one? But we got a lot of a uh, lot of guys to talk through, fellas, and uh, we're going to start things out with the edge group. So we'll go edge, interior defensive line, or D-tackle. Then we'll talk a little linebacker, then some cornerbacks, and we'll wrap up with the safeties. Uh, gentlemen, again, 27 names. We're not going to talk about all the cornerbacks in depth. There's like five of those guys in there. But even taking three of those out, we're still at 24 guys. So a lot of players to get into. But let's kick things off, Bobo, with one of your favorites. And why don't you give us the details on this guy since uh, you're the best at pronouncing his name. Ogbonia Okorongwo will sign with the Cleveland Browns on a three-year, $19 million deal. Um, Ogbonia, if you uh, if you don't already, but you should, at PFF underscore Macri. Hit him up on Twitter. Uh, Macri's really good to follow for some of this stuff. Um, he talks a little bit um, in a tweet today about Oboe's last year. He posted career highs in pressures with 36, sacks with five, and a pass rush grade of 81.9 in 2022. Um, now, I do, I do agree with John. They do need to address the interior defensive line a little bit as well. But as far as um, Oboe, my Oboe shares, um, man, Will's up. I drafted him probably too early in hindsight not thinking about him being a free agent in Houston because he kind of popped a little bit late last year. But, uh, man, Oboe's going to have a chance to really um, really have some opportunity opposite Miles Garrett there in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, this is the – essentially, Addy, this is the Jadeveon Clowney replacement. Um, Clowney had kind of a messy exit from Cleveland, and I don't know. He's still – we're not going to talk about him tonight. He's still lingering out there. But uh, I like this for Okorongo, but I really love it for Miles Garrett getting some reinforce, reinforcements on the other side of that defensive line. Yeah, you got to figure he's going to get a lot of snaps. I mean, Javon Clowney got a ton of snaps last year. This guy is a lot more younger, a lot more lean than he is at this point. Um, Probably a lot more driven as well. Yeah, so he was. I mean, he was really good last year. Thirteen point four percent pressure rate. But yeah, the second half of the season, man, he he. Tore it up. He had a 16-point game, 11-point game, 14-point game, 21-point game, 30-point game. He was hot. 19-point game. Wow. That was the the within his last eight games. So, I mean, yeah, very high upside for this guy. And he's he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones because they're going to be pay attention, paying more attention to Miles Garrett. Should we be concerned at all about the Jim Schwartz era there in Cleveland? Because I know that's always been a word that I've hated just because of his rotational aspect of the uh, – of the defensive line. Um, they don't really have a whole lot of other talented guys there. Nah. I mean, they'll sign some more, but Oboe should get let's some not, time. Let's not get lost in those weeds. Okay. Who cares? Do you not want to? <laughs> they're they're going to play their talent, I figure. You that's know? true. I this, mean, is that's, a, this is a make or break year for Kevin Stefanski. 
That's a good point. That will ride on whether Deshaun Watson can still play the guitar. They restructured his contract. Saw that. So I think it's less pressure on the money side now, but he's still there for a long time on a fully guaranteed deal. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can get out from under this contract before it's over without taking a huge, huge lump. So, uh, yeah, Oboe signs with the Browns. Next up here, a guy that I have been drafting quite a bit in these best balls just because when you get into these late rounds, you figure, why not? It's Lorenzo Carter re-signing with the Atlanta Falcons on a two-year, $9 million deal. Eddie, I had Aaron pull out your rankings for these players along with their points per game in 2022 and their overall PFF grade. So you have currently Carter ranked as edge 78, 9.1 points per game in 2022, 63.8 overall grade. I mean, a fine dart throw. I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time on this guy. Someone you're probably not interested in in like your deeper leagues, right? Well, I mean, that's really the only place you are interested in. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh because, I mean, he's not, again, he's ranked, what, edge? 78 for you. So, yeah, I mean, you're looking at, like, you're, hopefully you're DL 7 or 8. Yeah. But he's a nice guy that you can maybe plug in on some bye weeks and hope yeah. for a sack. And that defense does seem to be improving. Um, it does. We'll get to we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the other, yeah, Oboe we talked about, edge 66. I feel like he has a chance to rise up the ranks maybe a little bit there. Oh, yeah. With a good towards, landing spot. Towards the end of the year, he was probably flirting with, like, top 30, I would say. If you look at, like, second half of the season, um, Oboe is really, really good. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's keep it rolling here, boys, and talk about uh, probably, yeah, of this edge group, it looks like the biggest deal – um, well, no, actually, Draymond Jones, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. But Zach Allen signs a, well, not signs, will agree to. And that's an important distinction here with this legal tampering period. I think it's very important for us to point out that these deals have just been agreed to. They have not been signed. So Zach Allen has agreed to a deal with the Denver Broncos. It's a three-year, $47.75 million deal. Bobo, I saw Greg Rosenthal, one of our favorites, tweet that Zach Allen was one of his top free agents and one of the guys that could live up to such big money. What do you think about Zach Allen landing with the Denver Broncos? I really like it. You know, Zach Allen was a guy who kind of flew under the radar to some extent in IDP. Um, could maybe have been seen as a little bit of a, you know, a better play for actual like NFL football, but Zach Allen, you know, age 33 on the year, 13.4 points per game in 2022. That's really, really good. I mean, like back end, you know, DL3, DL4 range, and now he's going to have the upside of playing with um, Randy Gregory. He's going to have Baron Browning opposite him. I really, really like this for Zach Allen. I I don't want to blow too many of these out of proportion because I feel like I'm going to be optimistic about most of these things, but I really do like it for Zach Allen. Yeah, that's the the – Ranking there, that's Addy's dynasty ranking. Oh, so well, I put that in there so we could discuss if you think this guy goes up, do you think he goes down based on where he is? But that feels probably... There's a lot of good edge guys out there. There a are. A lot of good young ones, too. So, yeah, it's it's tough. Landing there, well, no Bradley Chubb. Um, you still have uh, Randy Gregory there. Mm-hmm. You still have... Um, Baron Browning. Baron Browning there, so... I, I see Zach Allen as probably the best of that bunch, though. Yeah, and I mean, also, you got to remember, they got Vance Joseph over there now, who he was just there at Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zach Allen is very familiar with, with you know, what he expects. And, Ooh, and I didn't acquires. even make that connection. So, uh, yeah, I really like this signing. Zach Allen was one of my top edge guys on the market. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that he got, you know, 
second biggest deal so far. Second biggest deal. And to be honest with you, I'm not elevating like Baron Browning or Randy Gregory like too high at this point. Like I think all these guys are pretty similar. Yeah. I'm not to the point to where it's like, yeah, Zach Allen's probably behind these two other guys. I mean, especially Randy Gregory. He hasn't really shown. It's just been banged up a lot. Yeah, he hasn't shown that much health here lately. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, I'm just going to set you up here on this next one because this feels like one of the most fitting free agent signings, uh, signings that I can remember. Marcus Davenport has agreed to a one-year, $13 million deal with your Minnesota Vikings. He is your edge 40 right now. A very nice 3.6 points per game in 2022, <laughs> 76.8 overall grade. <laughs> I th- that was uh, one of my other predictions. I think I got right was that Davenport will take like a one year prove it deal, and this feels like a chance for him to cash in, kind of like Hassan Reddick did. Uh, but I'm not as optimistic. What do you say about uh, potentially the newest Viking? Well, it does seem like Zadarius Smith is probably out the door now, right? That does seem to indicate, yeah, he'll be out the door. So you got to figure, and, and also they paid him pretty well. I mean, thirteen million—that's a—that's a, that's a mm-hmm. nice little chunk of change right there. You got to figure he's going to get a lot of snaps uh, next year, opposite of Daniel Hunter. Hope, who knows? Hopefully, I mean, hopefully they don't ship him off or trade yeah. do a trade here. I don't think Daniel Hunter's going anywhere. Maybe not, but also maybe so. I mean, yeah. they—they don't seem to care right now. I know Harrison Smith's on the chopping block potentially, yep. so. Yeah, totally new team, and that's and that, that was all fine. We talked about this last offseason. Mm-hmm. I was wanting them to do that stuff last offseason. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Who is this again? This is uh, your boy, Carface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's it's an interesting fit. I think it's a, it's it's good opportunity for him. He had twelve point one percent pressure rate last year. Again, the PFF grades, like you mentioned, really good. Um, we talked a lot about him on the last episode. You know, he was he's he's going to be considered a bust by New Orleans fans. We think that there's a – I think that's a lot of pressure on a player um, to be drafted that high and not perform and be injured and all that stuff. So, yes, he definitely needed a fresh start. Happy to have him in Minnesota. I think that's a good pickup. I mean, he does have a lot of parallels, Bobby, to the kind of archetype that we saw with Redick. Mm-hmm. Sort of this first-round talent that up until later in his career was considered a bust. But what we haven't seen yet – from Davenport is that really boom season that Reddick had his last year in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, could this be the resurgence? I mean, Marcus Davenport's career kind of depends on it being a, a, a bounce back year in Minnesota. <laughs> Davenport is pretty. Um, he's he's a lot of the the Adam comment of you knock a player down, but then it's like, uh, but yes, you know, exactly. Davenport is like the definition of that because we've seen we've seen the signs to where it's like okay, he's putting it together. Fifteen point one points per game exactly. in twenty twenty one. Exactly. And but then we see other signs of where it's just like, where has this guy gone to? Can't stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Disappeared for the like the entire like he did stay healthy last year. He just didn't do anything. Three point six points per game. And so here's what I think I would say is, I mean. The stock has never been lower yeah. on Marcus Davenport. Yeah. So if you want to buy back in, now's the time. He should have an opportunity, especially if Zadarius Smith is gone. I'm not a believer, but I think you could make a case of why not take a shot on this guy. What's his ADP right now in the best balls? Well, I've got that right here. Addy, what would so you give for you. him? Do you want him at all in Dynasty? Sure, yeah. A fifth? Yeah, if I can get him for a fifth, I'll take him for a fifth. Fourth. I would take him for a fifth, yeah. Fourth. For sure. You probably Maybe. don't have to give a fourth for him. He is going yeah, as DL72 so. mm-hmm. right wow. after Boye Mafe. 
Oh, DL seventy two. DL seventy two. That includes, of course. Edge and D-tackle, but yeah. That's like, don't get your panties in a wad about some of these guys, yeah. uh, folks. I mean, these are late-ass drafted guys, you know? Like, yep. DL-72. I mean, that's like your, that's your DL-6? DL-5-6? Yep. What's Oboe? Let's see. Now, it, now you're going to make me spell Oboe. He is uh, DL-58. A similar time frame. So we should mention this is with four completed best ball drafts. So it's the ADP is getting better. I think uh, three of those are probably Evan. Yes, probably. <laughs> all four. What I like here now, though, is we have the earliest he's been drafted, which was 113 overall, 179 at the latest uh, mm. for Oboe. So we'll have all this data for you all in the IDP show draft kit, folks. But, yeah, Marcus Davenport, if you want to buy low, now's the time because I think he's landed in a pretty nice situation on a prove-it deal. So could he have a Hassan Reddick-type turnaround? Maybe. At, at DL 70 70- who cares at that yeah, point? Just you take know? the shot. What um your Vikings are just in a weird spot right now. Yeah, they're in a could yeah. maybe Dalvin be gone, maybe. Could There's already Daniel, been talk, yeah. Yeah, could Daniel be gone, maybe. I don't, I don't think Daniel Hunter's gone. I yeah. think he's the one guy I would say is safe. Y'all needed to move on from Thielen. Thielen looked pretty bad last year. Yeah. Um but aside from that, I mean, Kendricks, what do they do with Hicks now? Harrison Smith. There's just Hicks, a lot Hicks of Hicks questions. they restructured, marks. so Hicks will be oh, there next they? year. Kendricks okay. is gone. They did that yesterday, but yeah, Kendricks is gone. We'll talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, Jeez. let's let's keep it Sir rolling. Jinx, he owes me a coke. You guys heard it. Yeah, brick of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Next up here, Draymond Jones will sign with the Seattle Seahawks on a three-year, fifty-one million dollar deal. So, Mr. Draymond Jones, who could be considered uh, D tackle or IDL, we have him listed here as an edge. He is at his edge, 46, 10.4 points per game in twenty twenty-two. 51.8 overall grade gets the most guaranteed money of this group. If you're looking at him in the kind of edge category, um, this is a player that I know Nate Tice Addy is a big fan of, and it is a, from all the reaction I've seen on Twitter, he fills a huge need because it sounds like he will be this kind of interior pressure generator. And from listening to some Seahawks talk on the athletic football show last week, that was one of the top things that their beat writer said they needed was that interior pressure. So I think in especially in D tackle required leagues, if that's how this guy is classified, big time winner, Draymond Jones. Yes. I think he's an ascending talent. I think he's only 26, 27. Mm-hmm. He's not old. He's young. So, yeah, I think his best ball is ahead of him. Uh, 10.4 points per game last year, 10% pressure rate, 46 tackles, six and a half sacks. So, yeah, I think we can expect that tackle um, floor to go up, and I think that we could probably see him maybe flirt with, like, seven to nine sacks maybe, you know. Um, yeah, I like Tremont Jones. That's He's uh, 26.2 years old. So, yes, that, that's 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 great. So, um yeah, that was a, that was one of the best signings I, th- I think so far that we've seen. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, what if Seattle continues to address that that line because they're they have a primo draft spot. You know, yes, there's been do. a lot of rumors of them maybe taking Will Anderson. Ooh, that'd be nice. So I mean, yeah, Uchenna, Will Anderson, um, now Jermont Jones. That's pretty. Boye Mafe. Boye Mafe. We'll see what he is. Breakout. Right. Exactly. Yep. Can so, I break some news for us? Please, yes. This is in regards to you. Okay. Colts bringing back linebacker EJ Speed on two-year, $9 million. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Nice little depth piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have a need there with Bobby Okereke, who we'll talk about, off to New York. But, or, I mean, and, and 
Shaq and, Leonard. And Shaq Leonard, yeah. potentially. I mean, it's, it's good insurance to have. Yeah. I you, mean, Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed, we saw these two guys on the field yep. at the end of the season. So, yeah, I think that's notable. It's a very healthy two-linebacker system yes. there as far as IDP is concerned. So, EJ Speed is a name that you're going to need to pay attention to um, in your drafts. Yeah. All right. So, Draymond Jones could gets, be the starting linebacker for the Colts in 2022. Yeah, that's someone that's like LB. Absolutely. Sorry. 100, probably. 100. Yes. What do you think? LB 100? I'd say LB 130. Mm-hmm. LB 82. Okay. Well, so he's going uh, a little bit early. Off. Sorry, EJ. <laughs> you're fired. Uh, it's, the, it's the last name. Everyone likes the, the speed. It's true. It, it makes me think of that like great 40, 50 Keanu picks. Reeves movie. So let's talk about... <laughs> it is a uh, classic. It's so good. The Sandra script, Bullock. The script is horrible. Like, it is some of the worst dialogue you've ever heard, but it is so much fun to watch. Mm. It's a great movie. Keanu at one point is like, there's enough, uh, there's enough explosives out here to blow a hole in the world. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God. Go back and watch that. He it's actually great. says that line. Yeah, I remember it really well. So I bet you do, Bobbo. Uh, let's talk about the interior defensive line position. Javon Hargrave was the apple of a lot of people's eye at this position group, and he gets paid, I think, no, Deron Payne, who we'll talk about here in a second, but he got re-signed by his own team. Javon Hargrave cashes in with San Francisco, Bobbo, on a four-year, $84 million deal. I think Hargrave was in the perfect situation last year with the Philadelphia Eagles, but could this situation on this San Francisco line maybe be just as good, if not better? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like it's it's very similar. Could it be better? He had a really good year last year, but I don't think it could get much worse. I guess this may be a healthy way to look at it. Um, Hargrave is Adams interior defensive lineman 10. Um Man, Hargrave was fantastic last year. If you look at Macri's sacks versus expected stat for 2022, he was plus 2.3. He had a position rank of 12. Um, I really like Hargrave. Hargrave was a guy who probably not a a ton of people paid attention to in drafts. I grabbed him on waivers in a couple leagues throughout the season. And um, Hargrave with Bosa, and then I don't know who's opposite them right now. I don't know if they still have Ebukam. Um, Drake Jackson. Just Drake Jackson. Um, Yeah. Hargrave, man, he's kind of, is he like 26 years old, I feel like? No, he's 30. Is he really? Yeah, he's a little older. He got a four-year deal. I mean, he is playing, like he's playing at an elite level. This is a position that ages very well. Yes. Yeah. 60 tackles last year, 11 sacks, 10 tackles for loss. 13.2% 13.2% pressure rate. Mm-hmm. He was excellent. I think he's a prime regression candidate, yeah. but he's in mm-hmm. a similar situation that I think could be just as good as Philadelphia. So in terms of rankings, I don't necessarily move him up or down. I yeah. think he's that back-end kind of D-tackle range yeah. and uh, a sack great rate. great target in best ball. Yeah, the sack rate was definitely a little high. Yeah, I feel like maybe he's he's probably more likely in like the 8-9 to nine sack range. Yeah. So... Um, but still an elite option. I mean, that's still oh, absolutely. Like, you know, that's a top 10 interior defensive lineman. And just like we've talked about as well on the other end of this, um, Milton Williams probably rises a little oh, yeah. bit. And, and, you know, we all knew, probably knew that Hargrave was going to leave. We probably didn't think that Philly was going to retain him. We should mention, speaking of that line, they did bring back Brandon Graham. It's yeah. on, a like, I think mm-hmm. a one-year deal. We're not going to talk about that tonight. But yeah. Brandon Graham back, and that might be the only piece of that Philadelphia line that comes out Marcus or comes Epps back. Is gone. Uh, because... You know, Fletcher Cox is a free agent. Hargrave is now with San Francisco. You lost Sue. You lost Joseph. So TJ Edwards is gone. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But um, um, who's the other? Who was the other RAS guy last year for D tackle? 
that plays for Philadelphia, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis, yes. So he's still there also. Yes. Yeah. Um, this Philadelphia defense still is going to look a lot different. And there's been a lot of talk about them maybe drafting another guy inside, mm-hmm. like the Kalasia Cansey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. But also, I don't feel like people realize how good Milt Williams is. Like oh, yeah. They're going to yeah. want to give him a shot. I've seen a lot of like these running backs mocked to the Eagles. Yeah, I have too. Just because Miles Sanders is a exactly, free agent. Yeah. You got Kenny Gainwell. Yep. And they're a Gee. running team. Let's talk about a team. Boston Scott's gone too. That's another thing. That stayed with its original talent. Deron Payne was one of the few players that got the franchise tag this year, but then re-signed with the Commanders on a four-year, $90 million deal. So this interior of the Commanders' defensive line is very well compensated. But Payne was excellent last year, 14.8 points per game, 58.4 overall grade. He is Addy's defensive tackle, six overall, Bobo. What do we think? I like Payne staying in Washington. Let me ask you a question first as far as the NFL setup. So since they were able to do a long-term deal with Payne, can that can they now put the franchise tag on somebody else? No, because it's passed. So it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's uh it's the the window has closed. <laughs> okay. It's it's not like you're thinking of RSO because if you I gotcha. franchise sure, tag sure. and then you know trade, you got another franchise tag open they gotta, up. So. They gotta do it before the, three days before the <laughs> uh, <laughs> draft. That's right. If only the NFL operated like our fantasy league. That would be great. No, yeah. I love this for Deron Payne. Um you know, he's kind of peak age right now. What is he, 24, 25, 26 years old? Yeah. Mid-20s. Um, interior defensive lineman, six. I think he had 12 sacks last year, I believe. 25.8 years old. Um, wow. Yeah, Deron Payne, as long as he can kind of maybe keep his, keep his uh, you know. Attitude in check. Yeah. We'll going, as, right. going as DL 27 right now. So uh, wow. that's uh, a pretty nice value for the points per game that you got last year. Uh, so I like them stay. I like when players for IDP purposes, I think it's a pretty tried and true principle of mine that when they stay with their current team yeah. and, and they've been playing well, right? Sometimes players need a fresh start. They need to be in a better situation with better coaching or better surrounding talent, but Payne is in a nice situation. This is a really loaded defensive line. So I think he stays about where he was last year, Addy. I don't think I'm going to bump him up or down based on him staying in Washington. Yeah, it feels like a career year, though, for him last year. I don't expect him to average 14.8 points per game again or get 11 and a half sacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, similar thing with Hargrave, but almost more so with, with Deron Payne. Yeah. I just don't trust it, that he's that type of pass rusher. That's Damn a, good. That's but, a yeah. lot of money. That, that is, is a lot of money for him. That's the biggest deal I think we're going to talk about tonight. I don't know if another team would have paid him that. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, they clearly like this guy. I mean, four years, $90 million, when they know. very well could have just kept him on the franchise tag yeah, for a year. Yeah, for one year. If Payne was on the open market, I feel like he'd easily be the highest paid. I mean, they gave Tremaine Edmonds $72 That's million. True. Yeah, he probably hey, would have. We haven't got to that, Addy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> if you haven't been on Twitter at all today. Next up here, let's give love to one more defensive tackle. It is David Onyemata. He will sign with the Atlanta Falcons on a three-year, $35 million deal, mm. 7.7 points per game in 2022 64 overall grade and i think this is just a nice kind of flyer d tackle option if you're in a d tackle required league yeah yeah or if you do those best balls he's someone that's worth like you know a last round pick or something it's a name you remember oh on you might yeah it's fun it's fun I mean, to say sure and i like it because this falcons team is really trying to upgrade the defense i think they know that this is such an area of need for them so they have to invest in 
that defense, and Anyamata was one of the big pieces that uh, was plugged into place. It's a wide-open division, too. It is. I mean, but, yeah, I, I like what Atlanta's done so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So far, so good. All right, so David Anyamata, done. Let's move to everyone's favorite position group, the linebackers, and let's kick things off with one of my favorite linebackers, David Long, will sign a two-year, $11 million deal with the Miami Dolphins. He is currently at his LB, 28, 13.3 points per game in 2022, 76.2 overall grade. Um, I love this. I mean, I hate it for the Channing Tindall truthers out there, but uh, Jerome Baker has always just been kind of meh. Mm-hmm. So hopefully David Long can come in, Bobo, and be that stabilizing force. Hopefully he could stay healthy, and I like him for IDP. Yeah, I mean this is pretty. Uh, this is a pretty primo spot, in my opinion. He's going to have opportunity. I don't really know how good Tindall really is. I agree with you about Baker. Baker's been pretty frustrating, not only in the NFL but also in IDP the last couple of years. David Long's going to play a lot of snaps in Miami if he can be healthy. Um, this really raises David Long. Not so much. Probably somewhat in Dynasty for me. He's going to have to stay healthy for him to be more valuable in Dynasty. It's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. And it's not a lot of years either. Yep. You know, two years, this is going to raise him some in redraft for me. Pretty close to EJ Speed money. Yeah. Yep. Very similar. Very similar. Two years, nine million. Two years, 11 million. Is there a chance that Long, and this isn't a lot of money, is there a chance that he doesn't see the field that much and they continue to roll out Baker and Tindall? I don't think so. Yeah, I think think he'll be the guy there. I mean, I think so too. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate for a minute. Yeah. I'm not really too concerned about the money there. That's fine money. Yeah. You think it's injury money? You think it's because of the last couple years? I think if he had stayed healthy, yeah, he gets a lot more. Mm. I don't think he's getting like a Tremaine or an O'Karake level deal, but I think he would be closer to like a TJ Edwards type. I did think he'd get a little more for sure. Yeah, but you've got to love what Miami's doing down there with the defense. That's right. right. Fangio's there now. That's right. And the offense today. Eh, Mike White. Mike that White. is pretty nice. That is very nice. I do love to see that. But, I mean, we didn't talk about Jalen Ramsey. I know. He traded over there. So, I mean. It's fantastic. That return was pretty questionable, though. Yeah. I mean, a third-round pick and a tight end. Yeah. Wasn't that it? I, I think, uh, I wonder what the Rams cap situation is. It's probably not good it was a lot if I know the Rams. He was owed a lot of money, right? So, now it probably clears up a lot of cap for them. You get a third back. That tells me that was the Dolphins were probably the only team offering. Yeah, it didn't Because there's no way that another team is not offering a second-round pick when this guy was getting floated for a possible first-round pick. I'm telling you, dude, those two cornerbacks are some of the most overrated cornerbacks in the league. I'm not a big Xavier Howard fan. Um, Xavier, 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 um, it shows how big of a fan I am. And then, uh, I ain't gonna say his name right. Jalen Ramsey, Jalen, respect him. (laughs) Jalen Ramsey, I thought really sucked last year. He, he got exposed a bunch. Burn a lot. Um, I will say, uh, Nate Tyson, uh, Robert Mays were talking up the trade on the athletic football show. Yeah. Tyson said that he played really badly for like a big chunk of the season, Mm -hmm. but really turned it on at the end of the year. So and also, what was the situation like? Yeah, it was terrible. They you were know, awful. They were, they were terrible. He, yes. he still played. Yeah. He still exactly. was going out there and you know, giving it, giving it his all. He was out there. I guess. Yeah. I will say though, I really feel like he shined in that star role. And then when they moved him more to like the outside cornerback last year, you know, when you've got DK Metcalf and he's just shadowing him all game, I don't feel like that's Ramsey's. You know. I don't feel like that's the way that you utilize him best. I feel like that big body kind of needs to be the luxurious need in the box a little bit. I don't know. I feel like that was his best for IDP. I mean, we don't care about Jalen Ramsey that much anymore now. I mean, does he really change for you? 
Still really good in cornerback leagues. Yeah, he was like yeah. CB4, I and, think, and on I'm, the year. I'm okay with him in like DB leagues as well. You yeah. Know? I'm just tired of him. Yeah, Bobby's yeah. just done. Once they're out off the Rams, <laughs> Bobby's Get out of here. They, they, they're they're dead. Your biggest enemy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you got to love what Miami's doing again. Yes. Yeah. And I also love bringing in Jalen Ramsey to like, you know, keep some of these receivers uh, mm-hmm. covered up longer, let these edge guys get after it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're true. saying is this is a win for Jalen Phillips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got to get him in here. Yeah. Got to get it in. I love the landing spot for David Long. Hopefully he stays healthy. Uh, LB twenty eight in your dynasty range. That feels probably about right, even yeah. with because I think you were probably baking in some good landing spots for some of these guys. Yeah, yeah, because it's like these dudes that were free agents that we were talking about probably were going to go somewhere and have a chance to start. Yeah, and I, these haven't been updated yet, so I mean th- these will change a little bit, you know, with all the news. I don't think David Long's going to be a big riser. Though. No, I don't think oh, so. Either. A huge riser. Yeah, um, I could see him sneak into like back end LB two territory, no, but front end LB two. Hey, let's talk offensively for a second. Should we read into the Mike White signing at all? Yeah, I think they are worried about Tua. I agree. And why wouldn't you be? I think so as well. Yeah. Three concussions this season? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would want a very capable backup in there as well. Mm-hmm. Mike White, dude. He's going to be a thing, isn't Wouldn't he? it be hilarious? Mike White is leading a Miami Dolphins team into the playoffs next year. Be a lot of fun. Let's go. I, I wouldn't mind a, it. I think it'd be pretty solid offense too. Yeah, it should be. I mean, it was f- when Tua was healthy last year. That offense was sick. It yeah. was one of the most fun offenses in the league. Tua and, was great. Yeah, he looked great. They put him in the perfect offense for his skill set. They don't have a running back right now, do they? Salvon Ahmed. Um, they signed uh, Mike Boone, didn't oh, they? That's Who? not a big deal. The Dolphins, I thought. Uh, I think he went somewhere else. Okay, we'll figure out. There's the the Chase Dolphins signed a running back, I think. So. Let's talk Mostert. about. Is Mostert still there? Not sure. Maybe Sorry. maybe maybe it was Mostert. I think okay. Mostert did come back. Sorry. We're so let's keep podcast. it back on the and linebacker Bobby. track here <laughs> and talk about the guy who was the bell of the ball apparently at least for the Chicago Bears. It is Tremaine Edmonds agreeing to a stupefying four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal. I, I really this one left me speechless. So you don't want Roquan Smith. Uh, but you'd rather have Chase Claypool and Tremaine Edmonds on a four-year, $72 million deal. It's like a fantasy trade. I know, man. It's like they just had money. That was the problem. They yes. had money, so it's like they had to spend it. Like the 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 cream of, of this free agency was these linebackers, yep. these defensive guys. So it's like you're – you, you want to make a splash. I was like, well, I guess we need linebackers. But do you need linebackers? No. Do you have to pay this much when a lot of these guys are pretty similar? And also, it's like, why pay for two linebackers when you have needs? Like, you could have brought in Zach Allen. You could have brought in Jermon Jones. You could have brought in Javon Hargrave. That line I'd is much so rather bad. spend my money like that. You already have a capable linebacker in Jack Sanborn. Yeah, Which, no. Rest in peace to Special Agent Sanborn. Oh, I hate mean, to see it. Hate he's to so see done. It. He's he's definitely dead. He's but, dead until like week ten when one of these guys is banged up. It's like Ryan. That was a great pickup, man. Like you were, you could have yes. played this guy, and everyone would have been like, "Oh, what a steal for Ryan!" But no, now you got to play these two linebackers. Yeah, and they kind of overperformed last year. And also, like you're not gonna be competing, bro. Yeah. I, you, this is still a team that's probably a year or two away, Bobo. And they cut your all's old. Um, Defensive lineman from the Colts that signed a deal Al-Qadim there. Muhammad. They cut him not yep. too long ago. So who you got on the line left? There's nobody. Nobody. Dude, it, they're terrible. I know. Dominic Robinson, Travis Gibson, and it's awful. It's the it's probably the worst line in the league. Like oh, really, without could've. a doubt. And we mentioned like you know, I said Jermont and and uh, Zach Allen. Like, those are young guys. Like those could have been fine little building blocks. I, we do love what you know the Bears have done recently, getting uh, DJ Moore and yeah. Um, 
now they got the ninth pick and and, yeah. and even more picks. Yeah, but, that was a great move. This but was I mean, not so great. They could have done better in free agency. You didn't and, have to be the big spenders on day one for the linebackers. You also have a DB that plays really well in the box and Jaquan Brisker. Yeah. You know, hard-hitting guy that can come down if need be. Um, I agree with you. I, thought, just, I it, thought it was way too much money, and it just didn't make sense. And I think um, this this – dampens my outlook for Tremaine a little bit because, yeah, he's in a spot where he's going to start. He's paid a lot of money, but you got T.J. Edwards alongside you now. you got Special Agent Sanborn lurking in the wings. Yeah. So it – Straight up in IDP, who do you want of those two? T.J. Edwards or Tremaine? Um, Probably. Yeah, I guess Tremaine just because of the contract. But I, but I don't like the way Tremaine scores for IDP. He's yeah. never been a guy that does anything other than get like seven 100 tackles. to 120 tackles yeah. for the season. It's like yawn. He's like yeah. an LB three or four. He did do better last year, I will say. He was much better last year. I but, think Edwards still outscored him last year. Oh, he? he definitely did. So I'd probably mm-hmm. go Edwards for 2023. I mean, we just saw John Macri take mm-hmm. TJ Edwards at the 112 That's in true. this best ball that we're doing. So I think uh, Mr. Macri is, is smitten. Mm. Well, let's move on, Addy, to another one of your favorites. And I want to get your kind of your thoughts on this one because I think you would have reason to be potentially disappointed because I know you had talked up this guy as possibly a player who could have a Rashawn Evans-type career resurgence. It is Jermaine Pratt sticking with the Cincinnati Bengals on a three-year, $21 million deal. How are you feeling with Jermaine Pratt going back to Cincy? It's fine. You know, I'd hope that maybe there was a chance he gets 90 to 100% of the snap somewhere else. So that's a bummer. Also, it's a bummer for Akeem Davis Gaither. Yep. And we, we need to mention uh, some of the winners and losers from the two previous deals. Uh, the David Long deal, obviously, Monty Rice looks pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds leaving Buffalo. Terrell Bernard looks pretty good right now. But still, there's a ton of, li- of linebackers lingering out Matt there. Milano also re-signed. He signed Matt an extension. Milano. So, yeah. Okay, but anyway, back to Jermaine Pratt. Um, he's he's exactly what he was. He's a he's a he's a solid LB three or four for you. You know, eleven point two points per game last year, eighty point six PFF grade. He's a solid linebacker. He knows the system. You know what to expect. He's a guy that's going to get you probably between seven to nine tackles if Logan Wilson's out there with him. If Logan Wilson is is out, he's got a chance to be like a top fifteen option for you. Yep, LB forty nine um, right now in best ball. That's great value. So love that. I'm totally. Do you fine think with that, that goes up or down? I think it probably stays about the same with him staying in Cincy, right? I think so. Yeah. I think if he had landed somewhere, I mean, hell, let's just put him with Atlanta, the Rashawn Evans path here. If he had landed somewhere where he was the guy, we'd probably feel better about him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we'd like the you know the fact that he's staying with Cincinnati. The co- continuity is nice, but. I don't know. It kind of would have been fun to see him in a new spot with maybe a different role. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, oh, well, whatever. I mean, he's, he's still going to be valuable. He's still a piece that you want. I mean, are you going to have to overdraft this guy or overpay for this guy? No, no, absolutely not. Basically going LB50. Yeah, so he's a he's a fine guy to have on your roster. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see much upside from Jermaine. Yeah, Davis Gaither probably just a waiver guy now at this point. Yep, yep. Sad to say. Vaporized. Talk about winners and losers. I think Pratt's a loser. I think Davis Gaither is a loser. Um, and we're losers because that would have been kind of fun. I would have mm. loved to have seen if your theory could have borne out that this guy would have taken a leap in a LB1 type of role. Mm-hmm. What they pay him? They gave him a decent deal. Yeah, three years, $21 million. So $7 million a year. That's like... That's solid. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, 
I guess you got you like having a guy that's familiar with everything, but like I you know, after they see what David Long gets, they're probably like, well, yeah, that's like uh, Tremaine Edmonds. The Bears, uh, you know, sign that deal or agree to that deal. Four years, 72 million. Then you have our next guy, Bobby Okereke, signs a four year, $40 million deal. And you got to think the uh, the Bears brass is like, maybe we should have negotiated a little harder on that one. How similar is Tremaine's deal to Foyer's deal? Uh, Foyer got more money. Really? I think he was like, I think he was pretty close to the Edmonds deal, wasn't he? It was a massive deal. I'll look it up. Okay. But uh, Bobby Okereke signing with the, or no, agreeing to a deal with the New York Giants. Again, four years, $40 million. This was the guy that I was very curious to see what his market would be like, where he would land. I thought he would land in Chicago, but then, of course, once the news trickled out that TJ Edwards was going there, I thought, okay, maybe they sign another linebacker. But clearly they had heart eyes for Jermaine Edmonds, Bobo, because Bobby Okereke was sitting there yeah. at a cheaper price. So they just wanted to go pay sticker price for the shiny, you know, the 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 bell of the ball at the linebacker position in this group. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think this is a great spot for Bobby O, one of the biggest winners of free agency thus far for me in terms of IDP. A completely empty linebacker room, really. I mean, you got Micah McFadden, but really, <clears throat> what were you expecting Micah McFadden to be? Bobby O gets to play behind maybe one of the best defensive lines in the NFL right now. You got some really good interior defensive linemen. You have some great edges right now. I'm going to tell you, I love this for Bobby O, and I hate I hate this for you because it elevated your Bobby O shares. So That's I true. hate that, you know, because you paid him too much in RSO last year, and you really needed this. But um, absolutely did not pay him. Too Bobby much. O, <laughs> what was he? It was like four million or something, that's three million a, a year. That's way good. too much. That's good. That's way so too much. So going as LB thirty right now. <laughs> that's well, a good deal. what I'm going to say though is that uh, could Bobby O be like an LB one next year though? Yes, absolutely. It's possible, right? This is a money situation right here. We've yeah. seen terrible linebackers, Jalen Smith, Tay Crowder, be, I mean, IDP gold. Yeah. In the middle of this defense, so I think you have a, a guy who is. A head and shoulders above those other options. And, um, I mean, who else is there? Yeah. Micah McFadden, Darian Beavers. I mean. No, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Bobby O's season. And, um, and that's I mean, why you got to be careful hyping up these fourth and fifth rounders. Yep. You know, even if it looks like they got an opportunity. Like, there is so many landmines to, na- you know, to navigate. I'm going to break some more news. All right, Bobo, what the you got? Br- the Browns are expected to sign former Vikings defensive tackle uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. There we go. Um, day one of free agency, he gets a four-year deal worth $57 million. Holy cow. He's a stud, like run stopper. He's, he's really good inside. So, I mean, that's going to be that's good for miles. That's a lot of money miles for a, a run-stopping defensive tackle. We need an oboe noise on the old roadie over there. Yeah, let me, let me Oboe's YouTube an instrument, that, right, yeah, Josh? I think so. Oh, we had a Giants fan reach out. Reach out to us about the Bobby O stuff. Yeah, he was excited about it. Yeah, Bobby O, let's go. That's wheels up, though. I really like that for Bobby O. This is one. I mean, I I know I had a little bit of bias going in. I just thought he would get. He's got the second biggest deal thus far. I think we'll see where B Wags comes in. I think Bobby O might have the edge just because of the age. I mean, do we see Bobby Wagner? He got. Five years, 50 from the Rams. Do we see him getting more than four years, 40? Mm. Eh, probably not. Uh, I don't I think, think so. so. I could see like a a two-year, $28 yeah. million dollar deal, something like so. that. The only one that, that I could maybe see, f- probably not Levante David. 
Nah, probably not money wise. There's no one left, right? Yeah, that's, that's gonna it. get that high end money. I wouldn't think not, so. I think Levante and B Wags are the only two that will sniff probably double digits per year, mm-hmm. average annual value. So let's do something fun. Redraft for next year. All right, one year. Okay. Bobby O or Zaire Franklin. Oh, that's tough. I will go Bobby O just because I, if Shaq is back and healthy. I think that puts a little bit of a damper on the Zaire Franklin hype. Because I know you love Zaire. I know you like taking mm-hmm. taking him in some best balls. Yeah. It just it, the Shaq question adding? looms large. Um if you tell me Shaq's out, I'm taking Zaire Franklin. Yeah, I'll take Bobby O. Cause I also am kind of in the mindset of Bobby O's not great. He's fine. He's an okay NFL. Seventy three point three overall grade. Twenty twenty two tackles last year. That's true. Twelve point six points per game. This year. Quit trying to depress his trade value so you can offer like a fourth yeah. rounder for him. Now I don't do I that know to you. your tactics. I don't do that to you. I don't do that to you. He just does it to do everybody it to other, else. I do it to other people. He's got to look me in the face, so he can't. Uh, he can't do that. That's true. Next up here, let's talk about the. I think this was the first signing of the day, uh, and it was. I mean, the first big IDP domino because we knew this team would be shopping for linebacker and they cashed in early. It was TJ Edwards signing a three-year, $19.5 million deal. Uh, He is your LB22 right now, Addy, 14.7 points per game in 2022, 84.4 overall grade. The man had a career year, helped leading that Philadelphia Eagles team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean he's he's that high in my rankings because he's got a chance to be LB one next year. Mm-hmm. You know he really does. We saw it with Jack Sanborn, ten point eight tackles per game during that five week stretch was averaging like twenty one points per game. Absurd. Um, Roquan Smith was always a baller. Anyone that's been Joe Thomas was a, was was really good for a stretch there last year. You know it's just like anyone that's in that role is going to be good. Uh, and we've seen the way that TJ Edwards scores, and it's in bunches. He gets a lot of tackles, uh, can make some some big plays. So, when, when we've seen Tremaine Edmonds score too, we just mentioned this. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything outside of just get seven tackles a game. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's about what he's good for. But I just thought Matt Eberflus, so head coach of <laughs> so the Chicago does. Bears, obviously had this established system with two premier linebackers. So I guess it's not a huge surprise that maybe. Eberflus was talking to Poles, like, please go get me two linebackers that I can roll out there as my Shaq Leonard and Bobby O. It will be interesting to see. Maybe maybe there's a chance that Tremaine Edmonds was not used properly in Buffalo. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's, you know, a For new situation. Years. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, maybe well, this, is Frazier's a good this is our scheme. Coach, We're not going to change up yeah. for anybody. They're going to put him on edge. First like round Mike. pick, though. I mean, you think they would give <laughs> this guy every opportunity to succeed. So, uh, he's got dreads, though, Josh. I mean, he is pretty sick. What's so, Sanborn worth now? Uh, not much. I mean, you're hoping for, like, his next stop or an injury. And, you mm-hmm. know, but, it, well, and you hate to hope for that stuff. But, I mean, yeah. that's what you're looking at. That's Jermaine. the only way he has relevancy. Is there a chance that uh, – this could be, you know, Sam Bourne being backed into a corner, though, and proving everyone wrong. <laughs> could that be what's going on here? Everyone's down Sam Bourne, and Sam Bourne's the one. He's the true LB1. I mean, he is a special agent, so I'm not going to doubt his ability to get out of a tight spot. TJ um, Edwards has a broken neck by next yeah, week. Exactly. No one knows <laughs> yeah. what happened. He's been mysteriously murdered. Uh, no one can find him. Special Agent Sanborn stepping, reporting for duty. Uh, yeah, we loved Jack Sanborn, but obviously a loser from this situation. And does 
let's say that Edwards lands on a team where he's the LB1. Tremaine Edmonds lands on a team where he's the LB1. Do we feel better about these guys apart than we do with them together? I think so. I think so too, man. It's annoying. It is. It's, like, it's really annoying. Because who do you take now? Yeah, really, You're sitting there staring at both these guys, and you, you want to take someone from this Bears linebacking group for, let's just say, 2023. Who are you going with? I'm going with Edwards. I think yeah. so too, but yeah. – I mean, Edmonds just got $72 million. I really wanted Edmonds to go somewhere with some competency. I really wanted him to go to Houston. That, that was, was my, be my I mean, ideal. I'm, I'm kind of surprised Houston has not added anyone yet. They still could. Levante David could end up there. B-Wags could end up there. But, boy, mm. I would have liked to have seen Jermaine there. Yeah, it's it sucks. Mm-hmm. I, that was a bummer. That was like a the. I mean, just because Jack Sanborn, there was no reason to do that. All right, so <laughs> why you got to do that to my man? As far as what's left over, so now we've got um, Kaiser White. Is he a free agent? He is, uh, isn't he? Yeah, there's a lot. Kaiser White. So I wanted to follow up on something earlier, Bobo, real quick. Foyce Deluican, three years, forty five million. So Tremaine got wow. significantly more. Wow. Yep. Also, it's like man, there, there could have been the Wisconsin connection there. I know. T.J. Edwards and uh, Sanborn. That would have been so like heartwarming. <laughs> but what I was <laughs> saying is, so Kaiser's a free agent, but now you have insert um, Kobe Dean. The Kobe Dean. I saw Sig asking about Nicobe Dean on uh, Twitter today, and I just sent him the depth chart. And there was a guy named Sean Bradley. Mm-hmm, I know him. There was Davion Taylor. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Wow. That was the whole Eagles linebacker depth chart. Yeah. So, Nicobe Dean needs to be skyrocketing up your dynasty and redraft ranks. And he played like seven snaps Legitimately, <laughs> I think he played like a handful of snaps. I think he's like LB15 for me. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. we've kept him high this whole time. Same with uh, Kyle Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Got to be strong. Got to be, got to be brave, be courageous, <laughs> got to be wiser. That's right. Yeah. Got to stay tough. <laughs> What's I can't think of the next word in that song. Oh, uh, great song though. All I know is that love's gonna say something like that. I don't know. Oh, love's gonna save the day. It's a great it's song. I remember like song. being like like six and seven in that song. Like, was like you remember? You remember being six and seven? Being six and seven? <laughs> that song. Like I remember. Yeah, of course. You're like, damn, this is good music. <laughs> When you're six and seven. I love that Adam remembers his music takes from six or seven. That that's was fantastic. That was definitely on one of the uh, the hits ones, the yes, CDs. Now that, that's what I call go. music. Yeah. That was like now five. It's yeah. a classic right that's there. That's an early one. That's uh, my culture. That's, speaking of a classic, <laughs> let's talk about Alex Anzalone going back to the Detroit Lions. This was kind of a bummer because I thought the Lions would be looking to shop, you know, in just a little bit nicer aisle than the <laughs> Alex Anzalone aisle. But they bring him back on a three-year, $18.7 million deal. Now, I don't think this precludes them from going and signing a Levante David, a Bobby Wagner. But, Bobo, get Alex Anzalone the hell out of there. Why do we need this guy? Yeah, three years, $18.7 million. Seems like a lot for a guy that had a 58.5 overall PFF grade in 2022. Um, 12.6 points per game. Man. I mean, I know all the Malcolm stands out there were probably bummed, but you you knew that they were either going to re-sign somebody or bring somebody else in. It wasn't just going to be Malcolm. I mean, I don't know. This was one of the more bizarre linebacker moves to me. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense. He's familiar with the system, but do we have to give this guy a three-year deal? He feels like a one-year, like four million dollar guy to me. What are we doing, Lions? We'll see what the guaranteed money is. I mean, he could be someone that doesn't see the end of that contract easily. But yeah, I mean. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez wasn't – it was his own fault for the snaps at the end of the season last year. So, I mean, 
I don't know why people would have been too optimistic about that guy. I mean, You're exactly right. Hard knocks. Yeah, that's why this guy was really what he was, and he was solid early on, but mm-hmm. he didn't stay on the field, mm-hmm. uh, and that's on him. And uh, yeah, I mean, Alex is back, and then you got to figure maybe they bring someone else. I mean, there's still plenty of guys out there. Detroit needs to make a splash. I mean, I, I thought they would be a little more active than uh, what they've been. So, and I feel like they don't really need to change their team up that much. I feel like with a Bobby Wagner or with a Levante David, they could they could see the playoffs next year. They could be a play. They were one game away from making it this year. Um, they don't need that much help. They just need a little bit of help in certain areas. I was want to see like Javon Hargrave come in there. Oh yeah, Javon nice. Jones would have been nice mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. But you got to bring back Singleton. That was the priority. I think they signed uh, same difference. I mean, honestly, yeah. Who did I say? Singleton. 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 Let's let's talk Build about means, Josh. the other long-haired, greasy-haired wonder. Uh, the other Alex. And it's funny you have these two guys back to back in your Dino ranks. There, Addy. What did you picture Adam doing when you read this on Twitter? Like, what did you picture Adam's reaction to this being? I figured him being at uh, his place of employment, going, uh, "Woo wee!" I don't have the drop pulled oh. up, but I uh, pictured that. You I don't know. know. I mean, I like Josie Jewell. I'm hoping, like, I prefer him not to be there. You guys can keep talking. I was just nope. going to pull Whoa, that up right what? there. That's what I pictured. <laughs> no, I figured, actually, you probably weren't thrilled with this because you are a Josie Jewell stand, yeah. and you were like, get out of I here. Wasn't gra- get yeah, out of here. I wasn't too happy about it. Three but. years, $18 million deal. As Greg Rosenthal said on Twitter, the Broncos are throwing around that Walmart money right now because they went and signed two offensive tackles. They signed a tight end. Uh, they bring back uh, Alex Singleton. I mean, they have been big spenders thus far in free agency. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. they're broke, right? I mean, they don't have a lot. Like they're they're they broke. Have, well, they don't have a lot of money for like future years, though. Really, I mean, they're they're tying themselves up cap wise. I'd imagine probably. I can't imagine these are smart moves for them to be making. Probably gotta, not. Got to protect Russ. <laughs> got to protect. I think Russ might be getting benched potentially. <laughs> Because uh, they brought in uh, Jared Stidham mm-hmm. uh, from the Raiders, so made him one of the highest paid backup quarterbacks in the league. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Not crazy about this move, though. Yeah, have y'all seen all the stuff about Russ reaching out to Drew Brees and uh, Sean Payton's just been laughing it off? But people say it's like really annoying yeah. him that he's bothering Drew. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> what a weird story, dude. What a weird guy. Russ Seriously, is, man. Yeah, yeah. He's just the the wiring got. I think a little bit screwed up there at some point, and he's Something's just off. become robot Russ. Something's off. He's it's, been he's been body napped. It's crazy that the Normie Pods are starting to talk about like what his dead money is at the end of this season. Like that's so bad. They could have moved on from him this season, but I think there's a very good chance they move on from him next season yeah. if it doesn't go well with Sean Payton. And it won't. So let's talk about another linebacker. We have quite a few on this list, boys. Next up here, Cody Barton going to the Washington Commander Commanders. On a one-year deal, we don't have the details, at least last I checked, on the money side of this yet. But um, what does this say about Cole Holcomb potentially coming back at him? Feels like this may be the end for our mulleted hero in Washington, D.C. Yeah, good riddance, I'm afraid. But, uh, I mean, I imagine Cole Holcomb's going to get probably a decent little deal out there from somebody. I think so, too. And a good shot at being a starter. So, whatever. I mean, but this is good for Cody Barton. I mean, you got to imagine that uh, he's going to be the guy that's more productive for IDP. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you got Jamin Davis there, but he hasn't really proven to be someone that we can really trust yet. Although he has gotten, he has improved, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cody Barton. I mean, we know what he does. He just soaks up tackles. Wow, that's a muddy room. 
Yeah, I got John Macri's tweet pulled up here, which go follow John. He's been dropping these awesome player cards whenever somebody got signed today. Cody Barton got a chance to start for Seattle last season, then lost that starting spot, then got it back. Was mostly just fine for IDP. He said, Jamin Davis is my preferred Washington linebacker at the moment until we get news of the great mullet re-signing. So I think he's holding out hope that maybe Cody Barton comes back. Uh, I'm sorry, that uh, – Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb. Thank you. I get these guys confused. The names are very similar. Cole, Cody, yeah, Jammin. Yeah. Names, very, years. I'm having trouble. Uh-huh. It's so. a lot. It's a, It's been a lot of news. So let's talk about what's left over in Seattle now. You have Jordan Brooks, who Josh just reminded you all on the last podcast, probably won't play in 2023. Yeah. Stop drafting <laughs> him, folks. <laughs> Please, you're hurting us yeah. and yourselves. It's getting to be absurd. ACL surgery was January 19th, I think, mm-hmm. we said. Yep. I mean, that, there's a... That was like last week. Yeah. Not, not that good. long ago. It's not good, guys. Yeah. So, I think if we see him, it's going to be well... Like a Chase Young situation. Well past the point of really helping your team. Um, and it could be even later than Chase Young. We Halloween. That puts him on, on Halloween return if he's, if he's nine months. And I think, do we like guys coming off ACLs? Usually it takes them until the next season. And he's going to be wanting to get paid the Uh following offseason. I feel like he's not going to risk that, you know. If he, he, you know, re-injures. Agreed. That's just going to jeopardize his future money. What about, uh, so what do they do? They re-sign? I mean, they'll... They'll get some journeyman. They'll get like a Denzel Perryman or some type like that. They could just swap. Uh, or no, no, we'll get to him. Never mind. Could could yeah. just uh, swap white uh, linebackers. And uh, here's Cole Holcomb. And mm. then give us Cody Barton. Mm. They're going to sign be someone. Great, that'd be a great fit. Mm-hmm. They've got to add someone to that room because Jordan Brooks is going to miss the start of the season. Hey, still Prophet Bob over here. I can tell you what's going to happen. Yes, please, Bob. Dayon Henley going to the Seattle Seahawks. If you nail that prediction, it's going to happen. We will give you the solo cam for about a five-minute kind of soliloquy. Five minutes, that's it? That's all I get? Okay, 15. <laughs> uh, Quincy Williams next up here in the dock, re-signing with the New York Jets on a three-year $18 million deal. I chuckled when I saw that. I think this happened on Sunday. It was right before free agency. Yeah. So uh, twelve, awesome, dude. Yeah, twelve point four points per game in twenty twenty two. He's your LB forty seven right now, Addy. So uh, good for Quincy. Yeah, I think this is probably just like a steady Eddie sort of uh, value kind of um, you know value bump. Yeah, he was really good last year, um, and I mean he's you know he's pretty good for IDP. I mean he's 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 more of like a LB three LB four type, but potentially. Could be more. I mean, if C, you know they move on from CJ Mosley uh, at some point, I mean, Will's up for Quincy Williams. I think they have enough money to bring Aaron Rodgers in, but um, if they do and they're up against the cap, could they make some more moves to maybe free up some space? I mean, I don't know. We'd have to look up CJ Mosley's dead money, but there's plenty of linebackers out there. Yeah. You could cut this guy and then go sign someone for like, you know, one year, six million bucks. Devin Bush, Deion Jones. A lot of dudes. Lot CJ Mosley's still there. They haven't cut him. Yeah, he's right. still there. But, uh, I mean, you just love the good uh, uh, brother Juju with Quinn and that's Quincy. That's right. Just good stuff. Yeah. More, I, I like him bringing him back. More Colts breaking news. Oh, hit me with it. From Peter Schrager. 
Uh, former Rams kicker Matt Gay intends to sign with the Indianapolis Colts. The numbers are expected to be the biggest for a kicker in NFL free agent history. Give me a break. It's so <laughs> funny, though. I have I have the Colts franchise on the newest edition of Madden. Just sign Matt Gay. Nice. So a little bit of a... Wow, you think they got you Damn, tapped? You're powerful, dude. I got a lot of influence, dude. So uh, this could be the year we see C.J. Mosley get cut. It is about a $7 million cap savings. Uh, he's twenty one point four million against so, their I cap mean, with fourteen point nine dead cap. <laughs> Quincy's so fun, man. L, you know, fifty five point two overall PFF grade, but almost thirteen points per game. Nate Tice loves Quincy Williams. Hold your nose and let Spears it rip. Spears people like once a week. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. We love the brother connection. And he's a lot uh, of fun. was he uh, Kentucky? I think he was Moorhead. Morehead or more Murray, one of the two. Okay, so Kentucky school. So shout out Quincy. Yeah, let's talk about uh, though, Addy. One of the signings that happened right before we came out to the shed. We don't even have the numbers on it yet. Eric Kendricks will sign with the Los Angeles Chargers. Pretty interesting. Fun. This Mm -hmm. is fun. This is a lot of fun. I like this a lot for all parties involved. Yeah, I mean, does it mean that Drew Tranquil's gone? I think so. Maybe so. I mean, this is uh, someone that. Staley's has handpicked, and I mean, I think that he'll be able to disguise kind of what Kendricks is kind of lacking at this point, which is coverage. I mean, he he uh, he showed that last year. He's he's he definitely has lost a step, but he's still very smart, still mm-hmm. a very uh, good linebacker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that this is a great fit for him. It might not be as bad for Tranquil. It might be bad for Kenneth Murray. Honestly, oh, yeah, Kenneth I think everything's bad for it Kenneth might, Murray right it, now. It, I mean, if you. You think about the guy in coverage, Murray's not that good in coverage either. I would rather probably have Tranquil in coverage. Um, but I love this for Kendricks. I mean, it's kind of a level from from uh, Minnesota. I don't think that much changes. Yeah, I think it could be solid. even a little bit of an uptick. I mean, sure. they need a smart linebacker in the middle of that defense. Yeah, they could have brought back Drew Tranquil, but this is a guy that... You know, this, uh, you know, Brandon Staley-led defensive kind of brain trust went out and targeted. So, that's interesting. We still don't have the numbers yet. I just uh, just checked Twitter again. Don't have years or money, which typically means it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Agents are quick to get that information out there if it's a nice contract for their client. But he was signed on day one of free agency, so that tells me something. Yeah. I mean, they knew what other, you know, what the market was like. And, I mean, we've seen kind of everyone get, you know, at least six million, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, They've been through a lot. I could see like two years. You could see like a 14. David Long, maybe at, yeah. at worst, right? Maybe yep. he gets two two years, eleven million yeah. at worst. He's thirty one. Yeah, thirty one, thirty two. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to pull up his uh, best ball ADP as well to see where he is going. So he is LB twenty seven. That feels about right. Somewhere in that uh, high end LB three range. Yeah, and obviously wills up for Brian Osamoa. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Nicobe Dean, probably the two biggest winners of the offseason so far. Yes. It's pretty good for Monty Rice, too. Yeah. Are well, we sure about Monty Rice? We'll Is that see. dude good? We'll see. I mean, they. He's going to have opportunity. Yeah. <sighs> if they, they don't sign someone, I think they could bring in someone on the cheap as and, well. And easily draft some. You know, there's some decent linebackers out there in this draft. That's mm-hmm. right. Or at least a handful. Yeah. You know, five or five six, or six yeah. right? Yeah. Let's talk about uh, one that the Titans will not be targeting, and this was probably the most surprising signing of the day for me. Caden Ellis will sign with the Atlanta Falcons on a three-year $21.5 million deal. Addy, this guy played well when he had an opportunity, 10.3 points per game in 2022, 81.5 overall grade. Uh, 
but older. 27, I believe. And um, it just seems like a lot of money for a linebacker whose success has come in a very small sample size. Yeah, right. You don't usually like guys that take a while, especially linebackers, take that long to, uh, you know, bloom. But uh, he was he was a beast for a stretch there. We <laughs> love when my linebackers bloom. <laughs> Whatever, guys. It's a lot of <laughs> a lot of guys we're talking about tonight. Saying a lot of things. We're, we've done three sods in like three last week. in a week. Yep. So uh, my brain is mush. I don't got a lot more things to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen to this stretch from week nine oh, to it was week insane. seventeen. Twelve point seven five. Twenty one point five. 32 points, 16 and a half, 7.5 by week, 14 and a half, 10.75, 29.85. Maniac. So he was like legit top 12 linebacker once he got his shot, you know, yep. once Pete Warner went down. The question is like, what is that? Michael Walker feels like he's dead. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. feels, he feels done. He's yeah. currently deceased. We gotta hope that they don't bring anyone else in. Right? Yeah, because if we can get Troy Anderson and Caden Ellis, that's a pretty sexy little. That's a duo nice, right athletic as hell linebacker yes. duo. Caden Ellis going as LB fifty three right now wow. in these best balls, so he'll probably be one of the biggest risers, just because he wasn't being drafted that, that high contract. I mean, that is that's very it. surprising. I said the linebacker contract numbers would be very eye opening. Uh, we knew Tremaine Edwins was going to get paid. We knew Bobby O was going to get paid. Did not think that Caden Ellis was going to get a three-year, $21.5 million Going to get deal. more than TJ Edwards? You didn't think that? No, I, I can't say I did. Yeah. I can't say I did. Just this kind is... of out of nowhere. But it, it feels like kind of like a sneaky, fun signing. I mean, they got the former D.C. there in New Orleans, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes. I mean, you know, he knows what he's got. He knows what he's capable of. Um He's got a lot of versatile pieces to work with. So it, it's kind of a fun team, I think. Is Rashawn still there? No, he's a free agent. Okay. Hopefully they don't bring it's him Michael back. Michael Walker, yeah. Troy Anderson, and Caden Ellis. Yep. So and you're right. Gotta... It's not Walker. No. Yeah. Yeah. Walker's dead. Uh, Matt Gaze, four year, $22.5 million. Why? What are we doing? I hate the Colts. Four years, free what? Agency. Four years, $22.5 million. They never sign anyone. And it's anyone. EJ Speed and Matt Gay. Woohoo. Unless we're trading for Lamar Jackson. I hate this time of and year. And Matt Gay's really mid. Like, he's not Yeah, that what are we great. doing, man? It's not Come like on. Butker or somebody. All right, let's move on here before I get angry. Let's talk about one let's call Connor. cornerback. Yeah, let's call Connor. He's, uh, he's probably enraged right now. So let's talk about... A guy Go who was Connie Cam. Yeah, he's just crying <laughs> in his garage. Yeah, in his garage or on the couch with his hand in his pants. Next up here, Keyshawn Nixon re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. One year, six million dollar deal. Sneaky, very good last year, Addy. Uh, CB10 in total points uh, in, in kick return yardage leagues, which everyone should be in. Mm -hmm. Keyshawn Nixon is a top option. Yes, eleven 1 hundred plus. Uh, kick return, punt return yards last year. So, I mean, uh, did he get much of a role uh, on defense? No, not really. But if he can, oh, boy, imagine. I mean, because he's going to be there. Uh, he was electric. I mean, if you watched the Packers games, like, it was noticeable. This guy's really good at, oh, yeah. at, at this. Um, so if he can start playing on defense some and, um, you know, I think he had, like, what, between 20 and 30 tackles last year. I mean, if he got like a full-time role and gave us 50 tackles plus all those return yards. I mean, are they just bringing him back if it's only a return usage or a return? For $6 million. Yeah, for $6 million bucks. 
I, I feel mean, like we're looking at maybe an expanded role here. I would hope so. And, I mean, we know where that team kind of is. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're really – It's an older secondary. Com- yeah. Um, Razul Douglas. Jair Alexander. Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes. So, I mean, how much of a role is available for him? I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean – they. Here's the thing, though. If it is just a return role – I mean, they're paying this guy to do something. Mm-hmm. So if he's not getting an expanded role, he's going to be pretty much a designated punt and kick returner, which that's pretty valuable. Yeah. I wouldn't mind plugging that guy in. Right. And I mean, there'll be points in the year where, uh, you know, they they need him because there's injuries, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll you'll know what pockets the, the start of him. But either way, I mean, he was he was really good last year oh, down yeah. the stretch. I mean, if you look at his log, one, one very healthy log. Very mm-hmm. healthy. Very good-looking log. Absolutely. Let's talk about just real quickly, Jamel Dean re-signed with the Bucks. I bring it up just because it was one of the bigger deals that was agreed to, and he actually he, he signed it because you can sign a deal if it's with your existing team. Mm-hmm. He re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Four years, $52 million deal, sure. 7.6 points per game, 77.9 overall grade. Just a guy to keep in mind, this tells you he's going to be on the field, so if you're in a CB-required league, he is a good option. But let's talk about some DBs that actually move the needle for IDP. And, boys, this first one, um, I think, let's see, Tremaine getting that sort of money was a little surprising. Caden Ellis getting his bag was very surprising. But uh, Jesse Bates getting a four-year, $64 million deal from the Atlanta Falcons, making him the fourth highest-paid safety in NFL history. Gosh. Bobo did not see that one coming. No way. But Adam said it on the last podcast that, you know, Jesse Bates might be a guy that we need to start paying attention to. You know, he could have a little bit of a resurgence and start playing like he did a couple years ago. He's going to have that opportunity, I feel like, with Atlanta. They don't really have – I mean, they've got some pieces. Richie Grant's okay. Um, Jesse Bates is going to see a lot of snaps in 2023. Did he play on the franchise tag last year for Cincinnati? Yes, he wow. did. So he's going to yes. make a lot of money in five years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I love it for Jesse Bates. <laughs> I do too. What, is this, what does this do for Richie Grant, do we think? I think he's still fine. I mean, what will his role look like? I mean, I, he's still – I think he's going to be the box guy or yeah. the guy playing closer to the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, yeah, he's still someone that I'm I'm targeting. I mean, um, but, yeah, Jesse Jesse Bates, he'll probably get overdrafted. You I know? think so. I mean, I'm not, I'm not People love probably going to – 9.8 per game. You can get that anywhere. I'm not going to come away with a lot of Jesse Bates in my drafts. But, I mean, if you, if you have him, I think that you are – I think you're seeing his value increase. So, I mean, yeah. this is the time where you need to sell some of these guys, right? Yeah. Like, Jesse Bates is a great sell. If you can get someone that's really excited about, you know, Atlanta fan or something. Sell it, baby. Sell it. Yep. Consequently, I feel like a lot of people forget about Richie Grant. I feel like he's just kind of a guy that even prior to this Jesse Bates stuff, I feel like he's going to be, like, really seeing a value drop here soon. And I'm probably pretty interested. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, and he was really good last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say Jesse Bates going as DB, so this is safety and uh, cornerback, but DB 36. Mm. So around uh, the Honey Badger and Trayvon Diggs. He's in that sandwich right there. This will elevate really the Honey Badger, but yeah. So but yeah, he'll be he'll, he'll be higher. he'll be probably getting up into the back into the twenties, I would think, with this kind of money. And we'll be able to track all of it, folks. That's right. IDPshow.com. Check it out. But yeah, Jesse Bates getting big money. But let's talk about his former Bengals safety mate. Uh Jesse Bates gets the big deal, but 
Uh, we also saw Von Bell cash in with a three-year, $22.5 million deal with the Carolina Panthers. Addy, what do we make of this with Jeremy Chin? And uh, who's the other safety they got there? They brought in Xavier Woods mm-hmm. yeah, last year. Xavier Woods. So now you've got a fearsome threesome there Yeah, with Von Bell and Chin and Woods. It's a little bit of a mess for me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. You know, I did um, want to pull up. I'll pull up a, a a tweet that I thought was interesting from our boy Dynasty Trip talking about this situation. That's who I but, thought about he he thinks that this is going to make Jeremy Chen play the slot more, uh, which he he knows all about the schemes. I mean, based on everything you're saying, it does kind of feel like that's what this guy has done historically. This is a Jiro Evero coming over from the Broncos, so a new defensive coordinator in town. Um, does this? Uh, Bobo, do you want any piece of these safeties? People still love Chin. Yeah. Even prior to this, Chin is still really highly drafted. I mean, he's a top he's a top ten safety, I feel like, off the board. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for me now, he needs to be like a top twenty. You know, that probably feels a little bit more comfortable. I'm not as interested in this for Von Bell, to be honest with you. Jeremy Chin is D B three right now. Yeah, he's big yawn. Gosh. Jeremy Chen's a big old yawn. Look back at his log the last two years, guys. <laughs> what, are, what are we yeah. so hyped about? Von Bell, 10.9 points per game in 2022. Here's what Tripp said. This is what we wanted to see to bank on Jeremy Chen for FFIDP. I've been yapping about Carolina bringing in a third viable safety for years. Chen will see lots of time at star mm. and play in the second level in penny personnel, a staple of Evero's defense. Mm. So, Trip is optimistic. Um, but you don't want that as your safety three. That's um, it, it definitely makes me – I'm not going to be pushing that button. Even if I was the type that drafted safety early, this yeah. situation now has become muddier, and I just have less confidence. I, I wouldn't be comfortable taking this guy as safety three. Nope. Hmm. So I think the, all of the Carolina safeties get bumped down a little bit just because this is sort of a mess. And he does – he gets the linebacker tag on sleeper, so I guess that, that, is nice. that boosts him up a little bit. Yep. But, yeah, he's, he's way too high. So let's talk about the other side of this. We've got Dax Hill left. Dax Hill, yeah, that's great. And then yep. – um, Oh, Ronnie, uh, was it Tyson? Tyson, yeah. Yes. I I was seeing the guys in our yeah. Tyson Anderson was who Kyle Bellyfield brought up. He was a fifth round pick. Cam no. Taylor Britt is he? He's a cornerback though, right? Is Cam Taylor Britt more of like a yeah? Uh, he's CB? Like, yeah, right. He's more there. Yeah. So Dax Hill, I think's the big winner because now both these guys we thought one of them might yeah. come back. Both now confirmed at least for now to be uh, out the door. I'd expect Cincinnati to bring someone else in. Opposite Dax Hill, but Dax Hill feels like they're gonna they want to see what they what they got in him. I mean, this was a guy that they drafted in the first round. Chauncey Gardner. Twenty I've seen that float around. That would Ooh, be very nice. Boy, would love that. That would be a very fun, scrappy little secondary. I mean, mm-hmm. uh think about how Cincinnati already is, like the those playoff games, uh with them in Kansas City, like throw Chauncey Gardner into that team. Oh now. boy. Yeah, they probably they probably, might win. They might dangerous. Yeah, they might that. win those games if uh, Chauncey's out there on the field yapping. But let's wrap up here with a player that's not the sexiest name for IDP, but it is a relevant guy to bring up because this was such a big need for the Las Vegas Raiders. They bring in Marcus Epps on a two-year, twelve million dollar deal. Nothing to write home about. Eight point three points per game in twenty twenty-two. Fifty-six point three overall grade. But I'm more interested in Marcus Epps now than I was yesterday. Yeah, sure. 
So who cares? Yeah. What about Jimmy G? Okay. <laughs> Just thought we'd maybe show Marcus Epps some love because uh, this team is very safety needy. He's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that is good for him. I mean, he's uh, he goes from being... Good for you, Marcus. He goes from being like DB 120 to now he's DB 189. <laughs> I'm going to see how far <laughs> off you are on this. Uh, if, you, if it's 120, I'm going to scream. It's 108 right now. So, yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> Maybe he gets 89. Yeah, so there you go. He's right around, uh, looks like... Uh, um, uh, Juan Thornhill, uh, oh, Adobe Awuzie, Stefan Gilmore. That's the thing. Like it gets all over the place with the defensive Keanu backs. Keanu Neal, Mike Edwards. A lot of people aren't familiar with defensive backs. I've really been, a lot of value in corners late. These best balls have been fun drafting these corners super late. Oh yeah, yep. there's so many good corners. It it's, is funny looking back on my drafts. It's like DL, LB, like two DBs sprinkled in, and then the last like six rounds are just DB, 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 yep. all the way down. It's and you're kind, fine. I feel you're great. Good. It's kind of fun to see what your team would end up being to where like, all right, I'm gonna grab a couple of um, defensive linemen here. I'm gonna grab a couple of linebackers. It's kind of fun to see like, all right, what if I hadn't grabbed those safeties so early. And if yeah. I had grabbed some more linebacking depth or some more D-line, and then I faded it completely, it's kind of fun to see, like, comparable, all right, best ball eight versus best ball 13 team. Yep. Like, um, there's definitely some... Have you learned anything through them? Like, is there anything you The one thing I learned uh, last year that I'm applying this year is I didn't like punting DB entirely. I liked grabbing... So what I'm doing now is basically gra- grabbing two guys around, like, those kind of middle rounds... Um, like eight to fifteen, like a Sneed and a like a Legarius Sneed and a Nate Hobbs type of mm. you know guy that I feel really names. solid. Yeah, Same, names yeah. that we feel good could have top twelve upside. Not Marlon Humphrey is your DB. Exactly, one. that's yeah. a little dicey. I'm not interested in that. So I try to stabilize it a little bit with like two more secure names. Um, but yeah, that's been the big thing for me. Yeah, I feel like as I've been drafting more, and then. It, other people draft more. I think everyone's kind of realizing, like, oh man, linebacker is pretty gross once yeah. you get like outside of like round ten. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. then you're just throwing darts. <laughs> so, I feel like the darts are way easier to throw on defensive line. Yes, yeah. yes. There's a lot more guys that kind of Oban Ogbenia cracks. I'll throw my dart on him, or yeah. even like the Jermont Jones, which he'll yeah. be higher now. But like we were drafting him a ton. Arden Key, Jonathan Greenard, Jonathan Grenard. Yes, exactly. Greenard now gets uh now gets uh, Greener Pastures. Uh, Houston's new uh, yeah, head Demico, coach Demico, Demico Ryan. Demico Ryan's. I yeah, love, he's been. Very affordable. He's just forgotten in a lot of those. I links. wanted to look up and see who were some of the tenth round linebackers. Shaq Thompson. This is from Best Ball Eight, so the most recent. Wow, one. that's that's wrapped. That's, that's really good, deep. That's uh, Caden Ellis, tenth wow. round in this one as well. That's good. Uh, Demario Davis, um, Christian Kirksey, Willie Gay. Um, yeah, Jamin Davis was in the eleventh. So, so I was but, gonna... but outside of that, it gets gross. Like when you start getting mm-hmm. into like after Denzel Perriman, then you get like the, you're getting into like Deion Jones, Devin mm-hmm. Bush, LVE, like those. Yeah, types. it gets it falls off an like, absolute cliff at that point. Um, I was gonna ask who's probably the biggest riser from tonight, but I think Macri has kind of told us that that he thinks maybe it's T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards sounds like he's smitten. Yeah, he took him as like what probably LB. Four, five, yeah, something like that. I think it was LB five. It is yeah. best ball. It's not dynasty, but yeah. still, it's for yeah, twenty twenty three. That's a that that, but that's high praise. I mean, that makes you, me interested. If you feel that good about him yep. for twenty twenty three, you ha- he has to pretty much by default be in your be high in your dynasty ranks. What like, about yeah. it? What about in dynasty though? Who is the guy that rose the most for you? Um, yeah, let's see. 
Boy, I mean, you got to say probably Caden Ellis, right? I was right? going to say the I same mean, thing. Caden Ellis, yeah. Yeah, that I was mean, good. that's um, – Quincy Williams, I mean, he's someone that you were really unsure about. I think he did well. Um, maybe Bobby O. Bobby O probably Bobby stays. O yeah. From an opportunity now perspective. Now, we'll say for 2023, I think he has – you're probably putting him – I'll have to revisit my redraft rankings that I've been working on, but probably somewhere in that, like, 15 or so range for 2023. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, for Dynasty. I'd say Bobby O, big winner for Dynasty. LB23 is where you had him, though. Does he go much higher than that? I think I bumped him up recently because I thought he was going to. After our episode, I was like, oh, he's going to get big money and and, and have a good role somewhere. So I think he's a big winner, and I think Jermont Jones is a really big winner. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And then safety, we'll probably see – I don't know. To be continued probably on that yeah, one. Yeah, safety was kind of ho-hum. We yeah. haven't seen a lot of big safeties fall yet. Someone I feel like will land in a good spot. Chauncey's going to sign with a good team. I He's either so going to stay with the Eagles or a good team's going to come to get him. You're not going to see Chauncey go to... I think he's going to stay with the Eagles. I, re- I just have a spidey sense that they're going to bring this guy back. You think... Uh, you were saying the other day, too, you think the Bills bring Poyer back? I think so, yeah. Maybe now that they let um, Edmonds go? Yep. Extended Milano. Doesn't... They weren't clearly in the Tremaine Edmonds sweepstakes at those numbers. My boy Ernest Jones is surviving so far. Did so. You see, he sure is. Did you see that screenshot that Bill Barnwell shared mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl winning roster that the Rams had, and he crossed out all the guys that are gone? It's just Ernest Jones. I mean, it's Ernest Jones. It's Aaron Donald. Probably like Stafford, Taylor, Taylor Rapp. Cup. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's those four guys wow. pretty much. Wow. It's, it's, you do it. You do it 100 times out of 100 to win a ring, but, yeah. boy, this is what it looks like sometimes. Yeah. I agree with it, though. Just tear it down. Y'all That's were right. a bad team last year. Was it worth it? Uh, it's always worth it to win a Super Bowl. I mean, we, I, Vikings have zero rings. Probably, The yeah. goal is to fun. win a, a Super Bowl. Year. It, it was a fun year of football. Exactly. The ring is cool. I watched every single game that whole year. It was a fun yep. four or five months of football. Every single game you knew you could win. It was not fun watching football last year for the Rams. Uh, who else out there is lingering that you guys are excited about? So Asamoah was another guy that I thought, man, he's, you know, as long as y'all don't bring anybody else in, we kind of knew that he was yeah. going to see the bump. But Asamoah, I mean, good gosh. To the moon. From a value perspective, right. you, Josh grabbed Asamoah at the end of the draft end last of the year. Fifth. I think he was the 5-12. What's, what's Asamoah's value it. now? At least a third. Oh, yeah, I think yep. so. Probably Absolutely. a second. Yeah. So, um, I, well, talking about lingering free agents, I think obviously Bobby Wagner, Levante David, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Drew Tranquil. Drew Tranquil's out there. I mean, even guys like Cole Holcomb. You I was know, at least glad in. for Ernest to see some of the big, big guys go. They're not going to bring back Wagner, obviously. You would think they're probably not bringing in a guy like Levante David. No, not. They're going to so. bring in some help like Perryman or somebody, but. You could see him bring in someone like maybe Nicholas Morrow. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe Deion Jones tries, tries to yeah. win. Why? I think Ernest, second start. I think Ernest's season is here to stay. I think so, too. Let's go. Uh, Aziz Alshier, he's out there. He's interesting. Yep. Landon Roberts is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. know like he's going to be back in Miami agent. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You could see him. I Just put a little pin in that for Houston. I could see Aziz Alshier following. That's right. To That's, a good point. That's a good one. Houston hasn't jumped on linebacker yet, so mm-hmm. which would be good for his oh, value. Oh, that'd be great for Aziz Alshier's value. Christian Harris is kind of surviving. So far, yeah. so good. Um, you know, if they did sign a Levante, that would be a bummer. Even if they signed Alshier, it's like, okay, Harris is still going to have an opportunity. Um, 
Yeah, what's the what's the realistic spot for Levante now? I mean, still somewhere like I Buffalo. I still could see the Lions. Yes. Buffalo, I, Detroit, that would be nice. Because I don't think, again, I don't think them bringing back Anzalone precludes them from bringing in like a Levante David. But in this point in Levante David's career, what do you think he's doing? Like, is he going to go play for yes. Houston? I would be surprised. I think he wants to compete. I think he wants to be there at the end of the season. Yeah. I don't, I, I think if he was going to get the bag, like get some big outrageous money, I think it would have already happened. That's I think what, he's probably being choosy. That's why I think you see him go to like the Bills. Somewhere that's. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna be contending. Mm-hmm. God, can you imagine Levante David and Matt Milano? Dude, even boy, that would be nice. Good. I don't know Philadelphia's money, but they could even bring in Levante David. Yeah, you know, there's a the need money. there. They don't have the money, really. Mm-mm. I mean, they were they were up against it. Uh, I think they were over the cap at one point, and maybe they got a little bit of cap space. But I think if they're gonna make a big move, I really think it's gonna be bringing back Chauncey. And they got to worry about so many guys to pay. I mean, oh, I know. You, you got Jalen Hurts extension coming Devontae up. Smith. Yep. I uh, think AJ Brown got his contract when he, he got, one. got traded Goddard there. Maybe got an extension. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to see the NFL free agency and how it should probably mimic your IDP mentality for these linebackers to where. If somebody comes and wants to offer for one of your linebackers, you should probably trade them if their value is high because every year we see these linebackers sign big deals and free agencies and move from team to team because the value is really in the defensive line. You know, it's really rare to see a Miles Garrett moves teams. It's really rare to see them let a Nick Bosa go to free agency. No, those are the guys they lock up. Yeah. Then they'll let Al Shear walk to free agency. Yep. Yeah, they don't let those guys. No. Yeah. No one's getting out. There Defensive like linemen are a great store of value. Yep. They hold their value a lot longer uh, mm-hmm. than linebackers do. Mm-hmm. So, some big dominoes left to fall. Any other um, defensive linemen, big names out there? The defensive line was a pretty gross yeah, position. Yeah, it was already sure. bad. Yeah, it was pretty pretty depleted. So, not really, no. I, is there anyone from your list, Addy, that is still out there? I mean, Marcus Davenport's gone to Dave and Clowney's out there still. <laughs> yes. Who cares, though? But, I mean, yeah, those are the big ones. Uh, Arden Key, someone I'm kind of interested in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yannick Ngakwe. Mm-hmm. Um, Watch the Colts bring him back on, like, a two-year, $22 Gosh, million dollar he's been deal. so bad. Samson Redcam, uh, Anthony Nelson, John Kaminsky. Boy, it is rough in these streets if you're needing a defensive lineman. Yeah, not great. What does that tell you? Defensive linemen are going to be going very early in April's draft. So, yeah. look forward to that. And look forward to the rest of this week, folks. We got free agency is going to be going. Get your March Madness brackets filled out. And we got John Macri coming back with Jake Colhagen on Wednesday doing buys and sells for the NFC. And I'll be very curious to see now how they discuss some of these free agent moves. That's kind of the interesting piece here. Will TJ Edwards be a buy? Will he be a sell for the Chicago Bears? We will see, Eddie. But I'm looking forward to that episode as well. Yes, sir. On season, Bose. It, it rolls forward. Make sure you're subscribed over at the idpshow.com. We just filled uh, best ball number 15. You've got number nine rolling, number 10 uh, waiting in the wings. There's no better resource out there, guys. I mean, there's good people in these drafts. Also, we're doing some like premium drafts with a bunch of your favorite analysts. That's in right. Uh, Kyle's I mean, just filled. John's just filled. Uh, Jake Colhagen is starting one right now. So if you'd like to get in his draft, just reach out to him on Twitter. These are deep ass leagues. Like we're talking 31 rounds, yes. 12 teams. So I mean, that's, you know, how many players is this? Like over 300 players? Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you want to know who, 
who we target in the late rounds. Like you can, you can have all this info. Like you can, I don't think you want to step into your draft come, you know, August or whatever, and not have done a little bit of actual boots on the ground prep in these best balls. I feel a little insane that I know this much at this point in the season. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. You yeah. know, a buddy of mine texted me the other day after like round seven or eight, and he was like, gosh, this is getting rough. And I'm like, oh, you just oh, don't just know. just wait. I, round seven or eight, we're still eating good. Dude, and even like <laughs> round 27, I'm like, let's freaking go. Yeah. I'm still I'm still rolling deep. I got a Q field, baby. Yep, yep. Where's Anyamata at? If, Did you say him. take him in the last? If That's you right. rock with us, man, you're going to be at a major advantage. Like we can tell the people that have our our ranks in these drafts, and <laughs> they look good. We are getting sniped left and right. Yes, it is. Um, it's very annoying. It's very, it's very. It's annoying. like almost like putting out your thoughts for all the world to consume, uh, Addy. Uh, me and Josh, like it's this is like maybe going to break. We're going to fight. Up we're going to have point. to fight. I keep sniping him. Arden Key uh, doing some ho shit. <laughs> He's doing some real ho shit out here, y'all. Hey, real. That's Quick. what we do on the IDP show. Before we finish, because I haven't been on pod to talk about it, let's talk uh, Mach 2.0 real quick. Will Anderson I had at 202. Y'all think uh, we need to move him a little higher? I think he's going to go a little higher. Yep, I think so? I think so. he's going to go in the first round. He's going to land somewhere nice. Okay, yeah. so it looks like maybe Stroud and uh, Anthony um, Richardson are going to be probably maybe one and two off the board. I think probably wise. it's still Stroud at one. I think Bryce Young at two. I think Young too as well. You going Anderson over those guys even in one QB? Probably. Yes. Oh, in one QB for yes, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Super flex now. Like I mean, those quarterbacks are probably top six picks. Mm-hmm. I really like Stroud. I, I think Stroud could think be really good. I think it's Carolina's taking Stroud. That'd be my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How high does Will Anderson get? In in one QB he's yeah. into the first. I in could see super flex he's the early second. Yeah, I could see in one QB leagues one ten. Yep. What if he lands in Arizona? Also, I mean we've you know this uh, offensive wise this class kind of looks pretty man now, right? You've no one's as pumped top, about it. You've got your top three. Um, the draft is going to create a couple more. Um, yeah, there'll be good landing spots. The wide receivers are kind of unimpressive, honestly. And all the like the testing was kind of the running yeah, backs were yeah. a little slower than you thought they were going to be. The wide receivers were a little shorter than they thought. Yeah. Um, who um, IDP wise, anybody that you think is going to rise after the draft? Anybody you Jack like? Jack Campbell, I think Jack Campbell mm-hmm. could be a first yeah. round pick. Lucas yeah. Van Ness, if he does go top ten, first um, round pick in the NFL, not in IDP. Uh, oh, okay, an IDP. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm just saying that's what you're talking I about. I feel like he could be a, a late first round pick. Yes, okay. I've also seen people say like Tremaine Edmonds is gone. Let's just plug in another six five freak and Jack Campbell. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Milano. Yes, that'd be fun. That'd be very fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm high on Campbell. I'm obviously high on Drew Sanders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, some of these edge guys is uh, you know depending on landing spots and how high they go. Yeah. Very yeah. nice edge class. Tyree Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Miles Murphy. Lucas yep. Van Ness. Yep. Yeah. Could be um, Nolan Smith. Could be five edge guys taken in the first 18 picks of rookie drafts, first 24 picks. What's going to happen in the NFL draft with Jalen Carter? He's not getting outside the top 10. You don't think so? No way. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Even with what all is going on? Yep. Seems like he's going to be okay. I've seen him mocked, you know, recently since the news broke inside the top eight. So Mm. he's not getting outside the top 10. Mm. That's, I would be stunned if that happened. I know these are two like uh, different scenarios, but I know going into the draft, Jeffrey Simmons had all that stuff coming out with him. How far did he fall? He was a first rounder, wasn't he? He was like, I think, yeah, like, I feel like pick 18 range, 18, 20 range, something like that. Um, yeah, you're right. It didn't really affect yeah. him too much. 
but he probably would have been higher. Yeah, I still feel like he's inside the top seven. You know, he's yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he was one nineteen. You have it in your wow. your rankings, your Dino ranks. What Jeffrey uh, Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons uh, was oh, the nineteenth pick of the first round. That's right, folks. There's a lot of info on IDPShow.com. They're packed. Yep. Go check them out. So the point being with this rookie draft talk, with this free agent talk, the point the point boys is play IDP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes your fantasy football experience a lot more fun, especially if the offensive class is a little bit down. In the draft, especially if the free agents are eh, not really spicy on the offensive side. Boys, it is a fun time to play IDP, and it's only going to get better come April. It just keeps getting better. Just keeps getting better. Like it's it's you know, it's one of those deals where it's like uh, not getting any, you know, less interested in it. I'm getting more interested in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just there's more fun players and there's uh it's it's just the best. It's yeah. it's the best. It's the best way to play fantasy football. Don't deprive yourself of the fun that we got to have. Yeah. Talking through what 23, 24 players today? Yeah. Yeah. How many uh, how many offensive guys are getting talked about right now on these recap episodes? Not who a even, lot. Who even were the guys? I yeah. mean, the no wide receivers, mm-hmm. I don't think any tight ends. It's basically just quarterback talk. Uh, Josh Oliver to the Vikings. That Woo-hoo. was interesting. Oh, there wow. you go. Move the needle. Yeah. There you go. I made a trade in uh, RSO today, so you can't do that in, you know, your standard redraft league. Who'd you get? Um, Tyler Lockett was $30 million. JOK was like $2 million, so I moved those two. Got Rashawn Gary. I got a 23-301, uh, and I got a 23-4th. I forget what the fourth Good is. Good on you getting off Lockett's I kind of wanted contract. to get off Lockett's cap. I yeah, kind of wanted to get off of it. <laughs> How much was it? It's 30, 30 plus million. million. Oh, my God. Yeah, your boy got about 20-plus million back in cap today. And you got some picks. Yeah, I, got, I thought you were going to have to give picks Gary, to get off Lockett. 301 and a fourth. Let's go. I think Bobby killed somebody. Uh, I think yeah, there's Jesus. a dead body. Who is this? And, who, who'd you trade with? It's unnamed. Let's, let's not... <laughs> Let's not put him on blast because this uh, As look. maybe was a bad trade. <laughs> Hold on. Don't sign off yet, Josh. <laughs> All right. So, as a reminder, the idpshow.com. Who's Check it out. Bloods. The That's, guy with uh, the 101. Oh, Nico did that? Yes. Nico, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid to reach out. I guess, out I mean, six. he got. Is he excited about JOK? Is that what he was excited about? Uh, that was kind of a throw in. He said he liked Lockett. So, it's cool. All right. <laughs> Theidpshow.com. Okay. Check it out. We got a lot of cool stuff coming <laughs> y'all's way. And uh, again, hop in these, yeah, hop in these best ball drafts with us. And if you need ranks, which you do, because Sleeper's ADP is probably the worst ADP I've ever seen. It's yeah. very bad. KJ yeah. Wright is in the top 10. Yes. Yeah, so if you get auto drafted, you are getting Richard Sermon or KJ Wright. Um, so did someone say that Zach Taylor, the, or Jason Taylor, the former no. Dolphins defensive lineman? Oh, I don't know about Maybe that. Maybe Johnny was joking, but uh, I swear that's what he said. That dude was still in there. But we are responsible for getting that ADP turned yes. around inside of sleep. <laughs> Truly. Like, there's no one else out Truly. here drafting except us. So, that's I mean, right. You're welcome to everyone. Yes. yes. Also, you're welcome for this ADP. I'm telling you, it's, it, it's the best. It mm. is going to be very juicy, and it will be part of the IDP Show Draft Kit, dropping May 1st to everyone who is a paid supporter over at the IDPShow.com. It's going to be hilarious here soon when we see the ADP is just exactly Adam's right. <laughs> Might as well just copy and paste it in from the Excel. But, hey, if you've enjoyed these three episodes we've idea. had in the past week, we got John and Jake coming up on Wednesday. Leave us a five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. Really helps us out. And a five-star rating over on Spotify. Y'all enjoy the rest of free agency. And until Wednesday, we'll see y'all later.